Welcome everybody to the Daddy No Podcast, episode number 106, day number 881 of being a stay-at-home father. I am not joined by my children this time uh, because it's a subject that I don't want them to listen to. So where are they? They're watching a a uh, a television show right now in our room, and I'm over here in the living room. So if they come over here, I'm just going to pause it and and then do whatever that I got to do to take care of them and then come back to it. So there might be just like little abrupt pauses uh, here and there. But on today's podcast, see, uh, what I'm already talking about, my daughter already came out. So it's supposed to go watch a show. Take that. You can take that. Go take it. No? Okay, go watch the show. Love you. All right. Uh, so um, before I start, uh, thank you for everybody who came out to battle the sketches. Shout out to the McEwens for winning funniest overall sketch of the night out of 25 sketches it was a great time our biggest one yet we'll have another one in november so if you want to apply we will put out um the application this this august coming up but thank you for everybody who came out to that we really appreciate it. it's growing that was the fourth one and this one had twice as many people as the last so we appreciate it and keep coming out to battle sketches and if you want to see me do stand-up i will be at the improv comedy club tonight uh, from uh, there's two eight uh, eight o'clock show ten o'clock show Friday Saturday Sunday an eight o'clock show and then the next week I'll be at the LOL Comedy Club opening up for James Bonson Monday or Wednesday Thursday and Godfrey the very funny Godfrey in in uh, Friday through Sunday on fr- Friday through Sunday so go check out those shows at the Comedy Club and Willful Ignorance where we're gonna have another. Another podcast for willful ignorance is which one I do with my friend George Anthony, which is a hilarious podcast. I think I don't know. I'm a little biased, maybe because I'm on it, but yeah, go check. Nothing like Daddy No, nothing like Daddy No is now has pretty much become just stand up or about my kids or things dealing with kids, and that's what this topic is about today. It's dealing with kids, and it freaked me out that. They took it down. TED Talk took it down. If you already know what I'm talking about when I say TED Talk, it's one that went viral about uh, normalizing adults uh, interested in kids in a certain way, which I found very disturbing how how to normalize that. And I understand that for tens of thousands of years that that is that's something that, that has happened in, in a human society. But it's yeah, it's uh, it's wrong right am i am i am i right i'm right right of course i'm right that's no they're children and it and it's it's making the lgbt mad cuz there's stuff that came out it was false all false saying that the lgbt was trying to adopt the letter p for pedophiles to um yeah if by the way if you usually listen to this with your children or at work maybe you should put some headphones on cuz i'm going to be playing parts of that ted talk and then commenting on them. So that's what uh, I'm going to do. And I'm just going to play it from my phone. So the, the audio will come out pretty good. It will come out all right. It's going to be crappy, some of the audio. But <laughs> I'm going to do the best I can with it and then comment on it. Because uh, i got to hurry up and get ready for the show after this and clean the dishes and stuff. So, oh, what a good stay-at-home father. No, it's just, you know, I don't like dirty dishes. That's all. 
right? Nothing wrong with that. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, it's um, and LGBT would never would never adopt pedophiles into into that. No, that's not a that's not a sexual orientation. Why? Because those are all consenting adults in LGBT. All consenting adults, right? Uh, pedophiles. Uh, guess what? Half of that group is not a consenting adult. They're children. So no, not the same at all. A lot of other differences, but that's the main one. Not the same. All right. So this is a TED Talk that happened in Germany. And I'm going to play it and then pause it when... Uh, who was it? I think it was in Germany. It was at a university. I do know that. And it marriage him Hein. And TED, actually, TED Talks actually took this down. But this is from another website, so... Let me tell you about Jonas. Jonas is 19 years old. He studies law in Munich. In his spare time, he likes to play soccer. Jonas has a secret which he thinks he cannot share with anyone, not even with his best friend or with his parents. He's just too afraid of anger, rejection and repulse them. Jonas knows that he has to suppress his sexual drive for his entire life. And he also knows that there will never be a loving and fulfilling partnership that he can enter. Because Jonas is a pedophile. He's only attracted to female children between the ages of 6 and 12 years. All right, so Jonah sounds like a real sick person, right? So I believe we can all agree with that. Well, no, he's, he's, he's suppressing his, his urges, and it's sad. The way she talks, though, is creepy as hell. It's really creepy. Knowing the subject matter she's talking about, she, she, I don't know why she, why she delivers her speech like that, but it's very creepy delivering that speech. And then she, she made that she, he can never find love. So, okay, so 6 to 12, that's what he's into. Uh, so if he finds a 6-year-old, he's only going to love him until he's 12. Oh, poor Jonas. No, he just he likes little girls before they hit puberty. So, I don't know. Am I, am I out of line here? Huh? Am I out of line, people? I don't think so. But anyway, we're going to continue with uh, poor Jonas, who's only attracted to 6 to 12 years old. Oh, how sad. Um, it's gross is what it is. Since he's aware of the consequences for the children, and himself. he has never given in to his sexual drive. What is pedophilia? And what is it not? In the ICD-10, the International Classification System for Illnesses, pedophilia is coded as the sexual preference for pre-adolescent children. It is listed under the sexual disorders. Whether the persistent occurrence of sexual thoughts and feelings for pre-adolescent children have been acted upon or not is not relevant to the diagnosis. Like every other sexual orientation, pedophilia can have different characteristics. For example, it can be heterosexual, it can be homosexual, bisexual, some pedophiles are exclusively attracted to children. Others are not exclusively attracted to children, but they're also sexually interested in adults. 
So let me clarify that. Uh, no, they're not bisexual or homosexual or or straight or no, they're just pedophiles. They're pedophiles. Doesn't matter. They're all they're just pedo, pedo, pedophile. So just it's all one. <laughs> yeah. But their main sexual interest lies within children. Only if this main sexual interest is given, we talk about pedophilia. The vast majority of all pedophiles are men, about 99%. Within the male population, 1% to 2% are considered to be pedophiles. This translates to about 60 million people worldwide. This is as much as the population of Italy or of South Africa. Therefore, pedophilia is not an irrelevant phenomenon we can't simply ignore. Chances every one of you knows at least one pedophile are higher than that you don't know anyone. We haven't found out yet why pedophilia occurs. There are biological, social, and psychological factors to it. It occurs unrelated to social economical status and unrelated to educational level. So generally speaking, anyone could be born a pedophile. It is crucial to understand the difference so now, now, now you're you're born a pedophile. That's just. So can I be can I be born a rapist? Is that this? Because that's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, because that's a that's a rape. You know that, right? Because the other person is not consenting. So by that logic, if you're born a pedophile, then you're you're born a racist. I mean, a racist. You're born a a, a rapist, right? That, that's that's the same thing. Oh, I couldn't I couldn't control it. I was just I'm just born this way. Your point is invalid, ma'am. Continuing. Oh, I gotta go back and play it. Open up my phone. Between pedophilia and child sexual abuse, which is illegal and must always be, pedophilia is only the sexual preference for pre adolescent children. The difference between child sexual abuse and pedophilia becomes very obvious when we look at scientific studies. Think about it for yourself. What do you think? What percentage of child molesters are pedophiles? Have a guess. Is it 20%? 40? 60? Maybe even 80%? I'm going to go with 100. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go with 100 on that. What is 100, you dumb bitch? And that's not, I'm not calling her, you shouldn't, you shouldn't call her. No, I can call this lady who's speaking out for pedophiles. Like, no, you're on the wrong side, okay? You're on the wrong, you're speaking up for rapists. So I think we'd all agree you're doing a very bitchy thing. And, uh, yeah, I want to use another word, but I feel people might be more offended, which I usually don't care about. But, you know, it's a daddy no podcast, so let's try to keep it as clean as possible <laughs> when talking about the subject. In fact, 
Scientific studies indicate that only 20 to 30% of all child molesters are pedophiles. The vast majority of perpetrators are not pedophiles, but they're sexually interested in adults. Children can easily become victims of child sexual abuse because of their loyalty and because of ease of access. For example, a stepfather might abuse a stepdaughter because he feels anger or jealousy towards her mother. Not every pedophile abuses children. And not everyone who abuses children is a pedophile. Wrong. Wrong. If you sexually abuse a child, you're a pedophile. I, there's no logic in that. Well, I'm not attracted. I just did it because, you know, I had a hard day at work and I'm mad at her mom. No. What are you, where did you come up with this information? Who did you ask? Pedophiles? Is that all you asked? Hmm? Well, no, I read papers on, it was, I don't know where she's getting information from. But no, 100%, if you do that to a child, you're a pedophile. Differentiating between these two groups is essential. Let me be very clear here. Abusing children is wrong without any doubt. But a pedophile who doesn't abuse children has done nothing wrong. I want to quickly summarize where we are at the moment. According to current research, pedophilia is an unchangeable sexual orientation, just like, for example, heterosexuality. No one chooses to be a pedophile. No one can cease being one. Yeah, no, you can. You can. You, that I'm I'm gonna go with that's a that's a that's a choice and it's probably I mean, they say that if you get molested that you're more likely to become a pedophile so you know just how if you're you know when a abusive household you end up your household's trying to be more abusive as well so um, <sighs> this is is it frustrating to you listening to this lady. Obviously, if Ted took it down, they must have got so such a big backlash, but here's more of it. The difference between pedophilia and other sexual orientations is that living out this sexual orientation will end in a disaster. So let's think about Jonas again. How can we help him not to cause such a disaster? How can we help him not to live out his sexual urges? How can we prevent child sexual abuse? In fact, scientific studies indicate that one of the strongest predictors for child sexual abuse committed by pedophiles is social isolation. People who can't tell anyone that they're pedophiles logically won't get any help. For example, they can't tell their friends that they can't go to the beach because children in swimsuits might be there as well. They can't get support for situations they might not control entirely. And they can never be completely frank with someone else. We can make a difference for Jonas. We, as a society, can be there for him.
At the moment, we live in a world that already excludes pedophiles because of their preference alone. Someone who is lonely and excluded from society has little to lose and is at much higher risk to commit a crime, like, for example, child sexual abuse. We can make Jonas feel that he stays a valuable member of our society, although he's a pedophile. Right now, most of us feel discomfort when we think about this scenario. And most of us feel discomfort when we think about pedophiles. Yeah, because it's, it's those pedophiles that end up molesting children or rapists, that's why. And I know she's trying to say, well, no, they just, um, when I'm talking about pedophiles, I'm talking about the pedophiles that are attracted to little kids, but don't actually do that. Now, what percentage is that? I don't know. You know what I mean? Probably the same percentage of what rapists don't go uh, and rape. You know what I mean? So. <sighs> but just like pedophiles, we are not responsible for our feelings. Bullshit. Bullshit. You're the only person responsible for your feelings. All right? You can. You are the only person who is responsible for your feelings. There's who, who else is responsible? Me? I'm responsible for your feelings. I don't know what triggers you. It's like if you called me a fat person, am I going to get upset? No, I'm not going to get upset. All right? Or if you, you know... Because I no actually take it back. If you call me a fat person, I would get upset. Okay, if you call <laughs> if you called me a dumb person, what I dumb person too, I might get a little upset. But that's something true. Okay, if you called me a uh, how can I put this? What's the one that that, that I can't? Uh, you're ugly. All right. If you told me I'm ugly, maybe I'm just this conceited. But if you told me I'm ugly, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Why? Because it's not my trigger. I've never been, I've been called ugly a few times in my life, but it never really affected me. But I did get called fat a lot and I did called, get called dumb a lot. So if you really mean it, I would be, you know, my feeling, my feelings, of course, would be hurt. But I'm in control of those feelings. I control my feelings. For her to say, oh, they can't help how to feel. Like, no, you, you're the only person who can control your feelings, nobody else. We do not choose them, but we are responsible for our actions and we must make a decision. It is an our responsibility to reflect and to overcome our negative feelings about pedophiles. Okay, so they can't control how they feel, but we must control how we feel about them. We must overcome our negative feelings, not them overcome their feelings to go and try to get with a child. Are you out of your mind, lady? You just contradicted yourself. We can't control our feelings. Hey, everybody, control your feelings. That's exactly what you just said. And to treat them with the same respect we treat other people with. I would treat you with the same respect as I would treat a dude who came out and said, hey, man, you know, sometimes I just really want to I want to rape someone. I would treat you with that amount of respect. I'd be like, oh, you're fucked up. You need to go get some help. Go talk to a psychiatrist or somebody. We should accept that pedophiles are people who have not chosen their sexuality and who 
unlike most of us, will never be able to live it out freely if they want to lead an upright life. We should accept that pedophilia is a sexual preference, a thought, a feeling, and not an act. We should differentiate. Uh, again, that's same thing with... with oh. <laughs> oh my god this this lady is so infuriating right now i'll go back to it i was gonna say something but never mind between child sexual abuse and pedophilia we shouldn't increase the suffering of pedophiles by excluding them by blaming and mocking them by doing that we increase their isolation and we increase the chance of child sexual abuse only if they make themselves recognizable because they're not afraid of punishment, of anger and rejection. Can we better understand the causes of pedophilia and we can improve their treatment? We can help them accept their sexuality and help them learn to refrain from acting on their sexual urges which cause harm to children. We can encourage them never to commit child sexual abuse we can help them refrain from entering dangerous situations they might not control entirely. And cool. No, I'm down for that. Let's everybody come out who who hasn't done anything to children. And you're like, I'm a pedophile, and then you can like wear like a name tag or something that says you're a pedophile, and then you can't go into Chuck E. Cheese. I'm down with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if people want to be numbered and labeled. That's kind of like you know Nazi-ish. I'm not saying to kill everybody that's a pedophile. I'm just saying that it's uh, that putting people out there like that, people are going to want to do that. People are going to want to hurt those people. And there is people they can talk to. I'm pretty sure there's groups and psychiatrists that they can go and talk to, right? Just like if you, you know, you abuse your kids, you abuse your wife, you, you have those rapist thoughts. You want to have your bestiality, you think about bestiality. Well, those people too, they go talk to a shrink. All right. I, why do, why do I have to change my feelings about your sick feelings? It's sick. Pedophilia, rapist, and uh, people want to have sex with animals. It's sick. Go get help. I'm not accepting that. Oh, oh hold on. The kids are coming around the corner. Wait, what are you doing? Your, your books? All right, he has a book called Captain Underpants. All right, just want to explain that. All right, here we go. Oh, my phone's going to die. It's almost done with it. Play. We can prescribe medication. This approach has already been successful. Wouldn't that be so weird? Why do you take that medication? Oh, so I don't, so I don't, so I don't fuck kids. It's like, jeez, man. That's why you take... Yeah, can we double that? Can we double that? In the last 10 years, more than 9,500 people have received help in a prevention network called Kein which means don't offend in English, at university hospitals in Germany. The last survey shows that 98% have never committed child sexual abuse. 
Unfortunately, this program is not, not gonna eradicate child sexual abuse, but it is the first step in the right direction. Hold up. Hey, dude, can you go over there, please? Go over there. What? I put on the movie for you and sister, I know. Okay, we'll get the unicorn real quick. I'm almost done, dude. I'll be right there. You're a bad father. I just don't want him to hear this. This is something that I really don't want him to hear. So, I mean, I they're 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 two rooms down, so like I can, I can still hear them. I just don't want them to hear me. There's your unicorn, Mama. Go with brother. I'll be right there. Hey, what's up? What's up with you? You having fun with brother? Really? Oh, pillows. Okay, well, go go with brother. Go check on him. Go hurry. Big. Yeah, well, go check him before he takes all the big pillows. <sighs> it hurts my heart, man. I got a little girl. I got a little boy. Like I that that to to do that to a child, that and to normalize that you're asking somebody to get over the field, somebody with children, to to normalize that. Well, you know, just so they feel comfortable, and then so it's like saying if I had a friend that came out, it's like, man, I'm you know I'm attracted to the children. You're like, all right, cool. Well, I can't be friends with you anymore. Is that not am I a bigot now? Because I don't accept. His thoughts, like, no. The same thing is, oh, man, you know, I, I really secretly like murder and rape. That's the same. Yeah. No, you can't be around me and my family at all, ever, ever. So uh, it's sad that 1% of, of males, like she said, have those thoughts. And not all of them are, are, are rapists, but they have those thoughts that's scary, man, because she's right. There's probably people that I know that are like that. And I'm a comedian, so hearing, you know, just like that director who got fired from Disney, the one that make uh, I forgot his name, the one that makes uh, Galaxy, he, has, he had some, like, sick tweets. Like, they weren't, he didn't He didn't do anything. Nothing was ever shown that he did anything, but the tweets were like, oh, like one of them, oh, this water pressure's so weak, it feels like a three-year-old peeing on my head or whatever. It was just bad jokes. It was bad jokes. Did he do anything no that was never proven so but i mean as a parent you look at it and you're like oof dude come on like that's i would never say you can't do any jokes you can do whatever jokes you want to do whatever jokes you want to do as long as it's funny me personally i can't make that funny i i don't know how to make that funny at all um it's it's gross to me again i'm not saying don't ever do jokes about that ever i i just i can't cuz i can't make it funny cuz it's too it's too what? Touchy? Ha ha ha. That's a joke. Anyway, it's almost done. Almost done with this. And then I got to go clean the dishes, like I said. Here we go. Play, play, play. Child who have received treatment have a better understanding of who they can turn to in order to prevent abuse before it happens. Most of you might ask themselves now, why is she telling us that? Five years ago, 
I first heard about Jonas's life. Prior to that, I have never really thought about pedophilia and I had just adapted the prevalent societal view about it without never really questioning it. I felt anger and disgust about pedophiles. My perspective has been completely changed by hearing Jonas's story, hearing about his cruel fate and understanding the difference between child sexual abuse and pedophilia. As a medical student with a background in psychology, I feel it as my responsibility to help others overcome and escape wrong stigmatization and to have a positive impact on our future society. By changing our view about pedophilia as a society and by offering them support and therapy, we can help millions of people to live better lives and we can effectively reduce child sexual abuse. No one is responsible for their feelings, but everyone is responsible for their actions. I thank you very much. Best pedophile speech ever. <sighs> Wonder how many pedophiles are in the room. Yeah, normalize it. Um, I agree with her on the therapy. Good for her. Get those people help. Definitely need help. As far as us overcoming our feelings, go fuck yourself. That's from the bottom of my heart, all right? You got feelings that you want to do something like that to my little boy, little my little girl? No. I'm gonna, I'm, no. No. And what scares me is that 20 years from now, that did happen where people say like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't say anything bad about pedophiles because, you know, they can't. I'm not talking about child molesters. I'm talking about pedophiles. People who feel that but don't act on that. And then, no, no. Then, then I will be a bigot and I, I, I will be... Well, I'll be considered a bigot. I won't be a bigot, but I'll be considered a bigot because I'm not moving. My heels are dug in the sand, and I got kids. And if somebody did that to my children, I'd murder them. Like, <laughs> dig, they got, ooh. That's just, that's, I, like you said, lady, I can't control my feelings. I am responsible for my actions, but I, I can't control my feelings, like you said. Hey, everybody, control your feelings, okay? At first, you might not be able to, but it's like a Jedi mind trick. You learn how to control your feelings because you are the only one that is responsible for them, okay? Somebody might have triggered it, and it might have made you mad at first, but then you control it, okay? Unless you're bipolar and stuff like that, then it's a chemical imbalance, and you can't really control that. But for the most part, well, those people have chemical imbalances. They can't control their feelings. Oh, okay. I get that. Yes, it is a chemical imbalance. I understand that. Get help. Um, <laughs> did you just did you just contradict yourself? I might have a little bit. But the point is, control your feelings. Unless you really can't control your feelings. But most of us can control our feelings. Can we? Can we not? I don't know. This has been a very messed up and confusing Daddy No podcast. Uh, it, was, it was something that I wanted to put on because... I didn't know how else to address it, and I got this little platform. Thank you for all the 
30, 40 people who listen to each podcast every week and it's growing. I mean, that doesn't sound like a lot because it's not a lot, but thank you. I don't, it's not about getting a bunch of fans. It's about getting uh, the right fans, right? And y'all listen to it. So thank you. I appreciate it. Comment, like, share, uh, hit me up on, on, on SoundCloud or iTunes or FMCW Studios. Got a bunch of stuff coming out, more Battle of the Sketches, more cartoons, more stand-up albums, more more everything, more podcasts. Check out another Woeful Ignorance. It'll probably come out either Monday or even, maybe even tomorrow. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, this has been the podcast for the day. Thank you all for listening to Daddy New and catch you all next week. Deuce. Uh-oh, spaghetti-o 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 U